Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the rabbit hole and why we need to be aware of it. I still think this is probably the number one penny drop moment I had when I learned about having dyslexia as an adult. And I'm sure this is, the, this is exactly the same in kids all the way through. It's the process of how our brain works and we have to be very very conscious of it. And the more we know about it, the more we understand about it, the more awareness we have around it, the better we can live our lives. So let's dive into today's podcast. Okay, let's dive in. So before I start this episode, just want to let you know next week I've actually got an interview booked. It's taken me a while. You know, interviews do take a lot of time and I produce the show on my own um, from a production point of view. So if I book a guest, it's usually me doing the work. Thus, we don't get a lot of guests. <laughs> so uh, Martin was, I was on with Martin probably a year or two ago. He's uh, based over in the UK, travels around, does a huge amount on dyslexia in Europe. And I'm really looking forward to reconnecting with him and hearing what he's learning uh, around the United Kingdom and what's working over there. You know, and uh, so so be aware that'll be out next week. Uh, so moving on to today's pod, the rabbit hole. Now, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I know I'm not alone. In having those moments where our brains run off in a thousand different directions and they completely take over our emotions, they completely take over our mind. And I think as we get older, we hold on to them a lot more. They stick with us. Um, and, and without resolving them, they can feel like a loose end that's that's never resolved. It's usually when something happens to us and we see it, we spend the next day or two just overthinking it, going down every possibility, every moment that could have happened or, or might happen. And without it being resolved, it becomes this really frustrating point of our lives. And to be honest, a horrible part of our lives. I've you know, and this isn't to sound arrogant, I've been doing this for so long, I'm so conscious of these rabbit holes, I can spot it before I dip my toe into it. But it doesn't mean I can always stop myself from going down those rabbit holes, because they're just so big. Sometimes the bigger the rabbit hole, the more likely you're to trip in it and get lost in it. And I had one recently, in the last couple of days, you know, I was triggered by something that came to me emotionally, and I've spent the last two days trying to deal with it. And I've noticed it popping up whether I go on a walk, when I go to sleep, it's in my mind, when I'm, when I'm thinking about it from every single angle. It's kind of like it's been put in the middle of a room, I've been trapped in that room, and I'm running around looking at it. And then whenever I think of something, a new TV goes up in the room, and I'm watching another variation of what could happen. Now, majority of these variations are completely wrong, and they're not likely, but it doesn't mean my brain doesn't go there. My brain's trying to create every single angle, so I'm prepared for what has to come ahead. It's kind of like if I was chasing a lion, and I had to be ready to catch this lion, my brain is preparing for every single possibility to make sure I'm safe. Now, sometimes when you're so in the moment, you can miss that your brain's doing this as a protection mechanism. And the dyslexic brain does this a lot especially until you learn to control it. And you're just, you're chasing every lion, worrying about absolutely everything that's going on. And I haven't felt this for ages. I've, it's, it's interesting, although I've had bumps and ups and downs in life like everyone, this level of 
intensity of the rabbit hole fever, should we call it, um, really got to me this weekend. And that's why I've, I've made sure this podcast is in this week, because I know a lot of you out there are feeling the same way. And, you know, what are some of the things that come from this? It can be issues around miscommunication. You know, if we run down a rabbit hole and we're so stuck in the rabbit hole like it is a real world, if we f- see it, our bodies feel what we're seeing in our heads. Our bodies are really bad at telling the difference between something we've invented or tried to predict in our mind and reality. So we feel the emotion the same way. And this is very common in dyslexics I talk to, is we overfeel you know, I want to say bloody everything. And it's painful. It's frustrating. We all have different ways of handling it. Some of us stuff it down deeper. Others of us learn to let it go. We find all these coping mechanisms that I'm talking about in the other podcasts to try and deal with it. But it's still very intense. It seems to rile up our cortisol, our adrenaline. And as I say, it it can affect our communication. You know, talking about it from a kid's perspective, I saw this the other day. I was standing in the lounge, I put up a, we have this like chair that the young one sits in, and I put it up ready for her dinner. I did it purely to help her out, she'd been painting her nails, doing some other bits and bobs. Now she came back in the room, and and her picture in her brain had not even, you know, she'd not recollected that I would have moved that chair, which was a normal thing, right? To the average eye, you'd think, oh, it's just normal, right? But in her head... She had had a different picture. She was sitting somewhere else for dinner. She wasn't sitting on that chair. That chair was where it was. It's on her. She had control of that situation. And I took control from her. Now, her brain went a million ways. And literally, it was like a flash. And she went out of control and shouted at me. Now, if I didn't understand her, maybe I'd have got angry at her. I'd have gone, hey, I was only trying to do something good. Da-da-da-da-da. But I could see in her brain... What had happened, that her picture had changed so quickly, she'd gone down a thousand different rabbit holes. And, you know, she got to a point where I watched her run to her mum and say, I've lost control because she'd shouted at me. And she couldn't even tell me. She felt so embarrassed in what had happened. And she just couldn't control her mind in that moment. And, you know, I just thought that was such a great example of how our heads work and how we experience this rabbit hole fever. And the reason I can feel for her so much is it happens to me as well. You know, if something, you know, it's kind of like if my picture changes so suddenly, it's kind of like someone has put a, like, like a pane of glass has, has crashed through the timeline in my head that I was expecting. And my brain then goes off into all these different pathways. And it's painful, it's tiring. Some days I just get so exhausted. If it does happen, I get exhausted. And I know like last night, I went to bed ridiculously early because I just couldn't, I don't, you know, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle the energy it was pulling from my head. And you know, everything you do, like I I use techniques, like I'll write it down. If possible, I'll get it out of my head. That definitely helps a little bit. Um, I'll try and speak it out to someone else. I'm very lucky to have a wife that listens. I can talk it through with her. Um, I can. There's a bunch of things you can do. I went for a walk, let it out physically. But even with all those things, it didn't remove it, right? And it never. And I'll be honest, it doesn't remove it until you deal with the source. So if you're experiencing these things, 
The first thing to do is realize that with a dyslexic mind, you are going to run down a rabbit hole more than the average person, probably 10 times, 100 times more than this average person. And the first way to control it is to understand how your brain works. Your brain is six times faster than a non-dyslexic mind. It works in visual pictures, movies, feelings. And because of that, it's so fast you can't even see what it's doing. A lot of the time, should I say. So you've got to be very conscious of that. You've got to realize, hey, that's how my brain works. It's going to be frustrating, but I understand it. I accept it and I'm aware of it. Like that is honestly the first step. However boring that sounds, it's really boring. It's not fun and exciting. It's just accepting who you are, looking back over your life and realizing how often this has happened and how often you haven't caught yourself because you can't catch yourself until you accept yourself. You know, it sounds like a cash line, right? You know, but it's true. You know, I know when something, when I go off on a rabbit hole, I can catch myself, I can see it in my mind, and I can apologize for it and move past it. You know, and a lot of the small stuff we can get by. It's the bigger stuff that sticks around and gets really frustrating. But the first thing with all of it is that acceptance. And then the larger, you know, the small things, when you catch yourself, you can apologize. You can understand your part in it. What's your responsibility in what's happened? And I think that's really vital, is what is your responsibility and what's happened? Is it someone else's fault? Have they done something wrong? Have you, has your picture just broken? You know, and I, I give a great example in some of my old stories, some of my old stories, my old uh, podcasts. Back in the day when I used to play FIFA, which is a video game, uh, on the television. And I'd be playing it in the middle of the evening on the main television in the house. And I always remember my ex-partner used to walk past me knowing that it distracted my easily distractible brain right as I was shooting a goal or doing something and it would really frustrate me and I know sometimes I would internalize that I would run down a rabbit hole and say well she knows what she's doing she's smarter than this she doesn't love me she doesn't care about me oh my gosh maybe we're gonna break up maybe maybe this is a waste of my time why are we even in this relationship what is happening here and it would blow my mind I would just be like I would have ended the relationship with her while I was watching television and in my head without saying a word. Other times, if it caught me off guard, I might even snap at her and just say something really snarky. Like, really? Again? You know, like that. I would sound very passive aggressive. It wouldn't be valuable to the relationship. And that was, that was me a few couple. We're only talking four or five years ago. That was what I would do. I would, I would overthink it, go down this rabbit hole, and it would create pain. I'm very, very lucky now that I've come to this awareness of how it all works, and I can see it happening before it happens. If I'm playing a video game now and my wife walks past, I know she's not doing it to spite me. I realize that. I also can take responsibility that I've chosen to play the game in a time where she's around and doing things. I've made that choice, not her. And that's okay, right? That's really, really important. And so what I, you know, what is so vital of this in this whole process is understanding yourself, being able to look at yourself from another set of eyes and give yourself a bit of room. You're going to make these mistakes. These issues are going to come up. If you're dealing with someone with them, maybe they're doing them to you. They're not doing it on purpose. 
But you've got to get them to a point where they're willing to accept how their mind works. And it's so important because without that level of acceptance, you can't change. Change only comes from self-awareness. You can't change if you're not aware. If you think there's nothing wrong with you or you're in the right at every moment, you can physically not change. It's just impossible. And so my biggest lesson was that awareness and being able to accept that, hey, I was... You know, I need to be willing to willing to change or to find ways to work with my mind. This is why I'm doing these coping strategies. All these little things done consistently make a massive impact in your life. But these rabbit holes, this rabbit warren of things, you know, it's a bit of a laugh when you lose two hours watching YouTube videos for no reason. It's a lot different when something happens and it completely shatters parts of your life. And I've had that for years until I understood it. And I just wanted to get that out of my system because it's something that's reared its ugly head in a few ways this weekend for me. And I think there are people out there that are going, I so get you, you know, I feel heard, you know, and, and it's, you know, sometimes that's the most important thing. You are heard. It's, there's nothing wrong with you. Your brain's just working this way. People didn't teach you how your mind works this way and they just let you loose on the world. One of the biggest challenges with dyslexia I find beyond the rabbit hole is that we are friggin' smart. We are very, very good at making it look like we don't have any problems. And a lot of the time we can sound like we know what we're talking about when we don't. We are very good at looking like we're average. We play the average game a lot when our brains are actually much quicker, but due to some of the challenges of dyslexia, it holds us back to keep us looking average. So it's, you know, and there's other podcasts in there, I'm sure, but just know you, you're seen, you're not alone. If you're listening to this for someone else, you know, give them that same love, see them for who they are. Look beyond what happens, look beyond the patterns that they're showing and look beyond at the intention. Do they intend to hurt you? Is that their intention? Or have they gone down a rabbit hole they shouldn't? That's what I wanted to share, guys. There's a bunch more podcasts on stuff like this throughout my back catalog. Hope you've enjoyed today. Thank you to those supporters on Patreon. I so appreciate your support. Um, for anyone who wants to join them, there's a link in the pod. Have an epic day, and I'll be back next week.